Hey, you guys, welcome to UBI Podcast, uh, presented by AML Media. Love you, Mom. Uh, I'm Gene Laborde, my co-host, Stephen Laborde, working all the hard work, doing all the good stuff, is Rachel Laborde. This is UBI Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Let's go have some fun. I'm losing all this weight. I got these sensitive little hands now. My skin's all sensitive. If I had jiggly hands. Jiggly hands and feet. Uh, Welcome to UBRI Podcast, presented by AML Media. Uh, I am Gene Laborde, my co-host, Stephen Laborde. Rachel, behind the scenes, doing all the hard work. Um, This is UBRI Podcast. Uh, If in the last episode you haven't listened, uh, it proves that you will be all right. Um, I almost died, and now my body's going through these crazy transformations, and I'm all right. It's a little weird. I got to figure out a new way of living life, which at 31 is, I guess, an op. It's better than later. I guess sooner, sooner than better. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm locked into you know some things that I got to figure out a way to not care about anymore, such as watching my sodium. That's a whole lot of fun. Checking labels in a grocery market. That's the. I mean, that's the easiest. I mean. It should be easier. Hey, big uh, companies that make food, I know you don't care about us, and I think you're actively trying to kill us for human population reasons, but if you're doing all this technology with getting sugar out of food, could we try and do a little bit uh, getting some sodium out of the food or making an alternative that's not just like low sodium like low sodium tomato soup is just red food dye and water. Yeah, low sodium options usually don't taste great. It's and we grew up just putting salt on everything. I think most people do. But it's really anything that's uh prepackaged and preserved. Yeah, I guess salt is the ultimate, you know, for civilization, salt has been needed to preserve it. Yeah, it's been that way for a long, long time. But, yeah, there's no good alternative, apparently, to salt. Yeah, you would think with all the... Ca- I mean, they're, you know... They got Ozempics making people skinny. They got all these medicines. They You can fix your eyes and all this stuff, but they haven't figured out a sodium alternative that's what halfway that decent. MSG? Uh, yeah. Isn't MSG actually just salt? They just that's that's what they call it in Chinese food. <laughs> I was thinking about you last night while eating Chinese food. I was like, damn, he can't eat any of this. What'd you get? It's General Tso's. Just gen- pork fried rice, okay. platter, two egg rolls. I've been craving egg foo young. That's such a I never like that. I don't like that people like that. I think it's a gross item. It is weird because I crazy gravy on eggs. Uh, yeah. But the way they do those eggs are so fluffy and, like, they're a little wet, but it's, I don't know. I feel like most people around our age either love Egg for Young or have never even heard or of it. Or never heard of it, yeah. Yeah. I feel like the only, re- I, the only reason I know of it is because of mom. Yeah. And I feel like she got it when she was on a diet at one point. Like, that was, like, one the food she could get on Her Atkins or some shit. Remember when she would just get tins of, she'd be like, yeah, let me get a cheesesteak, no bread, and it would just be a tin of just meat and cheese. It wasn't bad, though. Nah, but they would, like... It would have to be like seven uh, cheesesteaks worth of meat. Not seven, but yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but what I, I guess what I'm referring to, uh, a change of everything, is I have in, we'll call three to four days, lost 25 pounds in liquids out of my body. 
and that's not exaggerating. Well, no, 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 not 25. It's no. 25. 25, yeah. 24, but at this point, probably 25. Uh, I got another six liters taken out of my abdomen, which is like 12, 13, 14 pounds. And then these diuretics, man, that make you pee are no effing joke. Yeah. And I hate having to take them, but they work. <coughs> I mean, I, I, I peed out eight straight pounds of, of pee in one night. But you got ankles again. I do have uh, remnants of an ankle and a leg. It's not just all one straight shape. Yeah. Got my compression socks on that you guys can't see. They're fancy. They're the white ones. I put my fancy ones on. I like the white ones more. I think they're cool. Yeah. Looking. It makes me feel like a, like a soccer player. The black ones make me feel like old man. Like geezer, yeah. Yeah, but the white ones because they have like the gray and the writing on they it a little bit. They have an athletic kind of bent to them. It kind of looks like, yeah, with, with you know. Maybe I'll put a little shin guard in there and trick the neighbors to thinking that I'm like in a soccer league now. Yeah, I don't know if they'll fall for that. I'll go for, take the dogs for a walk with shin pads on. Um, How many do, do your neighbors? Uh, not not Alexis and Dale, but your other neighbors. Do they know that you almost died? Uh, I, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because of Facebook, and they were asking about me because I both actually both sides of neighbors at one point before I. Went into the hospital. We're kind of like, we haven't seen Gene in a while. Is he okay? Yeah. When I was just like dying in bed for a month and a half, basically. Yeah, I think they thought that maybe we got in a fight and I was living by myself. <laughs> yeah, you were like, you were hibernating. Basically. Shit, I didn't see you for almost a month. Yeah. Um, but you're on the mend. You're on the rebound. I'm on the mend, yeah. Uh, trying to make those healthy choices. So do you think there's going to be a third draining? Not for a little bit, I don't think. I'm what I'm hoping is now that we got it all out, my body can just stay on top of it. Yeah, and that I'm not drinking or putting anything crazy into it. That my body can mend what gets sent to it. And the diuretics will help that too to not build up. And it's also, I mean, don't be alarmed if you do need another drainage because, like, your liver doesn't just bounce back overnight. It takes time. Yeah. I'm sure there will be other drainages. I'm just hoping it's, you know, not. Because apparently for some people it can be very often. Some people it can be one and done. We'll see. Between uh, between uh, your ascites drainings and your abscess drainings, I mean, you're a draining motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't even talk about the abscess. Abscess. Abscess? Abscess. Abscess. So I had to pop a thing on my neck that I am very surprised that... You couldn't handle it. I am not a squeamish guy, but no. Uh, I ha- mean, I wasn't. You know what it was? I wasn't prepared for what it was going to be like. Yeah, I because you were like, I've been watching videos, and you were the one rooting to pop it. Well, it needed to be popped. Yes. Well, it I didn't was realize huge. it. Huge. Yeah, when you walked in that day, that was last Sunday, the first day of the NFL. Uh, actually, right after we did our part that podcast, pretty much mm-hmm. at halftime, I was like, all right, ready to pop this thing, and I we've been bouncing around. F- Anywhere from three to five ounces of liquid came out of it, yeah. was, is our best guess. And not like thick, uh, like pimple fluid. It was brown, runny, stank. Your f- your first description was that looks exactly like melted chocolate ice cream. It's pretty accurate. You saw the video. Yeah, we the do color have of a it. video. Um, yeah, I don't know if we're going to share that one. That was, it's, well, I guess I don't care. Yeah, what do you care? It came out and needed to. My body. I guess was still fight, you know, fighting. It still can fight the good fight because it kept it from 
going into my brain. Like, go, that was on the back of my neck where your central nervous system is and everything. Well, and that's more of a toll on your liver. Any yeah. infection like that. So it had to come out. And where it was, too, because I've, I've previously had a procedure there, and that skin is like that type of very thin from the scarring. It filled up like a balloon. Popped yeah, and... Yeah, because I had, I, we had cut each other's hair, like, the night or two, two before, nights before then. Two And it was, like, kind of noticeable. Yeah, I pointed out to you, and you're like, I don't really even see it that yeah, much. it just looked like you're a scar. It did just ball up perfectly, really. So that was uh, another another draining. Yeah. So when... hopefully that's on the downslope now. We're, we're moving forward. Yeah, I've had the back of the neck is a gross place for me. I guess I, I think it just has to do with the way I sleep, the friction. But I think it, we have to keep your hair short too. Yeah, that def, that that for sure. Because hair is like uh, notoriously oily, and yeah, and the fact of the, I have not much of a neck doesn't help. So there, the little bit of the, there's a lot of friction, and from previous having buildups there, there's scar tissues. So like. The pores, I don't think maybe I probably have some like permanently blocked scarred pores. Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I I'm surprised that your uh, dermatologist didn't kind of delve into what. Well, why they why you get them? Going through now a, a serious. I think anyone who goes through enough serious stuff with doctors and hospitals, you really like to think that they're more on top of stuff than they are that doctors are smarter than they are yeah they care more than they do but i mean i had this thing in the back of my neck that was stopping me from sleeping for two nights you know before it popped really and when we called and begged and pleaded for um an appointment they were like we can see in like a month and a half which is crazy because now, like having done it a few times, like it's really not a big procedure. This and th- yeah, like I can see being a new patient. I've been there, and we did it in a matter of ten, ten minutes. minutes. Yeah. So this would have been a fifteen-minute thing for the doctor. Like, even if you did have to squeeze me in, and someone had to wait a little bit, like, you know, which which goes to show dermatologists, at least in this area, are making a lot of money. When we were calling before, when it was more pandemic, I mean, they were saying 2024. Well, yeah. Yeah, pandemic was a little wonky. And I am th- I wonder if maybe I can see dermatologists having to deal with, like, prima donnas and stuff, like one pimple that, like, you know, I think it has a piece of yellow on it. And I'm, you know, worried about can't, you know, they probably do have to deal with more um, superficial stuff. So, like, you know. Yeah. You know, there's people out there, they get one mark on their skin and they're like, they're terrified where I will kind of just let something blister on the back of my neck. Well, yeah, I've seen a lot of videos of like people in, uh, you know, the dermatologist doesn't put anyone's face in the video, but they'll show like what they're working on. And sometimes it's just like a big zit. Yeah. And it's like, you need to go to the doctor for this. But I mean, the doctor, of course, is going to take take the appointment they don't yeah care. well yeah once it's in the books that's the, yeah that's, i hate to think that there's someone out there with a potential melanoma and they can't get in to see a doctor in three months i mean well shit because you know caitlin needs a, a zit pop yeah <clears throat> and that is you know what that is probably a lot like the teenagers with a uh, a fucking karen for a mom calling because she's got picture day in two weeks and they're worried about this fucking it frightens me that there are people that are so fucking dumb that if somebody has a bad zit, their first thought is, we need to get a doctor on this. 
I mean, how fuck? And there, those people do exist. Well, you know what? I did ask the dermatologist when I got the first procedure done, which was gnarly. They pulled out a golf ball out of my neck. Um, I asked her, I was like, so like, is most of your day just cutting this type of shit out? And she was like, no, actually most of my day is cutting melanoma, like cancer, like, you know, small melanoma right, cancer. Okay. That is a lot of what she does. And cause I was like, well, I'm scared. And she literally, the way she said to me, I was like, well, I'm fair skinned. I'm always, you know, I'm, I'm worried about that. And she goes, the fact that you are worried about it and that like sunscreen is in your vocabulary, you're already better than half the people I deal with. I'm sure. You know, because she deals with, like, people that are just older obs- generations that are, like, crispy. Also, there's this new generation of people who are obsessed with tanning. Yeah. And that's, like, terrible for your skin. Uh, you know the show um, My Strange Addiction? Mm-hmm. One of the episodes was this girl from, of course, Long Island, New York, who was addicted to she tanning. She had her own tanning bed and shit? No, she was a member of, like, three different local tanning Business because legally you're not allowed to let someone tan more than like once, yeah, every so often. She's playing this system, so she would go like two or three times a day. She looks so ridiculous. She's like a 23 year old girl, yeah, dude. It really it gets to a point where your skin will never look normal again because you can tell fake tan from real tan. But she just like, yeah, she like if you think Donald Trump is orange, this girl was like stupid. Look, I don't know how you can look in the mirror and think that looks good, yeah. But I also don't understand how people that are, you know, 105 pounds think they're obese and won't eat. So, you know, the brain is a powerful, uh, powerful mm-hmm. thing. But, yeah. What I was going to say even uh, on the trying to get appointments, um, you know, there's not like a liver. A liver specialist is a very small population of doctors out there. So you got to get with what's the what's the department or the. It's the Center for Liver Disease. Center for Liver Disease in Pittsburgh. Which, where is it located? Is it in Pittsburgh? It's there is one in Pittsburgh. UPMC. It's in the city. Okay. Which I I I guess that's just a is that an American thing? And they probably have like a a, a place every major city. I'd I'm imagine. not sure. It's a, it seemed to be affiliated with UPMC, and they kind of called it a clinic. Like when I was waiting on the phone, it said, "Learn about what our clinic does." Okay. And there's, it's like a special, it like helps people with liver There's probably disease. like two of them in Pennsylvania. Like yeah. one on the east and one, one on the west. Well, and it was weird because I thought it was only at like the downtown UPMC hospital, but your appointment's actually at McGee. So I think they just compile the doctors and do, go Send where they out. can go. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's another thing with the medical field. Like, because there's, there's the systems, there's the insurance. Like, you know, some cross toes with each other. Some <laughs> I never heard the term cross toes with each other. Did you make that up? I did. That kind of I, my fingers. I don't know why I thought toes, but regardless, <laughs> like we don't even know this. This could be just a Pittsburgh thing. It could be an American association. This is you know one of their brick and mortars or whatever. Regardless, I'm having you know I was told not too long ago you might have liver failure and we can't get an appointment with this place until December of this year. Wow. Like, yeah, you know, it goes to show, like, now, thank God, I, I now, who knows if I, luckily, I, I don't have liver failure. If they were like, well, you get put on the top of the list, but still you'd think like, hey, I'm calling as a 31-year-old. I would like to get an appointment because shit's going a little sideways. Like, all right, well, we'll see you in two months, three months. You know, it was fucked up that uh, kind of like went through my mind before you got out of the hospital uh, was that like, let's say you did need a liver transplant. I looked at it from the perspective of, like, 
the parent of someone else who needed a liver. And, like, the hard truth is, like, I would be pissed if you got the liver. Yeah. And, it like, really, it, it, it had me uh, turned up, turned inside out a little bit because I was, like, at this point, I wasn't sure that you were going to bounce back. And I was, like, if he needs a liver, could he get a liver? Probably not. That, that was the, one of the first things that went through my head of just seeing enough TV and assuming the worst, but, like, Probably just from being severely overweight, they would not put me on the list. And that's what was like, had me messed up because I was like, that would be one of those instances in life where you have to say, damn, that's fair, but I don't care about fair. Oh, yeah. Give the kid a liver. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, it's like, and it could could have been we give this to a 60-year-old who's lived twice as long as I have. Yeah. And they just had a disease or... Someone they go well. He's obese. Um, he has you know a history of you know possible drinking. So I mean that's what he said to me. Like he was like, if we need to put you on a list, you need to like have. You have to he made it sound like you need years of sobriety to even be on the list, which is fair. Yeah, no, it is. But it like, is. You know, it, I just wonder like if they said like you have a year, or you're probably gonna die if you don't get another liver. I'm just a. We don't have to cross that bridge, but it really had me like, cause I'm. I like to think I'm a very fair-minded person, and what's fair is fair in that situation. I was like, I don't give a shit about fair. Yeah, no, I. That I don't would, care. You know. At that point, it's like, yeah, I'd slap that liver out of a twelve-year-old's hand. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it, it gets a little dark there, but it, you know, it's it is what it is. But uh, yeah, I don't think there's uh, liver clinics of high stature just in every little town. No. So that you got, you said December? Mm-hmm. That's not too bad. Yeah. Well, it, it's... <laughs> For a specialist, I was actually surprised December. I thought they were going to tell us, like, early next year. I'm interested to see what they're going to say, because we've... At the hospital, uh, the, GI, the GI follow-up, which, like, they're kind of like the liver people when there's not a liver person, is, like, the GI. And then, like, you know, my PC follow-up and stuff. We've asked all these people, like... They don't even. There's not even a pamphlet for it. You know I what truly, I mean? Like, I don't think it's necessarily going to be new information. I think it's more so getting you established with them. So then, if you have complications or you need, for sure. But I'm saying like everything else. I, I mean, you know, all they could say is like, "Yeah, just eat healthier." And I was like, "That's the advice I get for." They're like, "Yeah, don't drink." And I was like, "Okay, we got that locked down." Every I had medical assistants in the hospital telling me I can't ever have a beer again. <laughs> we get we got that. Okay, now what else? Like, can we do? You know, is there a superfood? Should I be eating berries or something? They're like, yeah, uh, salt's not that great, and like, try and eat healthier. And I was like, oh, you think? Yeah, you know, you have to remember, like, these clinics that is like specialized in liver. Like, you're also kind of an asset to them, like, because they track all this medical information. So, like, even if they can't tell you something new, they want to have you in the in the system. Yeah, I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna start fucking trying wacky shit, dude. Well, I mean, I'm gonna start doing MDMA like once a week and being like, let's see if that fixes the liver. And well, you can ask them about uh, that. We'll see. I was gonna ask the doctor, say, what can I do that doesn't affect the liver? For the next five years, you're not allowed to eat salt or have any fun, uh, and you have to wear compression socks every day. I'm hoping the compression socks don't go that that long. And that's that's for Rachel's sake. And this and that's that's a you had a, a good outcome. Yeah, you know what I mean. But one thing, you, I mean, it's, it's a process, 
every day, even if you don't notice it, it gets e like easier to make a huge adjustment like that. And you have a nice test coming up because you're going on a little vacation. And um, I would just uh, suggest to you that do more than have do a staycation. Well, uh, yeah, I mean that's that's up to all, you know all of us. And we're not. It's not like we're going to like a destination place. Yeah, there's always something. Go on a little. Uh, we do have a little like river behind us, or was the river? Yeah, I think. Yeah. You'll but regardless, I mean, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's it something. Out. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll figure out a way. I, I, you know, I'm gonna bring my laptop. I, I guess we'll bring chess. I've been doing a Sudoku's. different environment. Get out of the house. Get That's out of the bedroom. That's insane. Stay inside the whole time. But you'll figure it out. Mm. You'll figure it out. It's not easy to make a to a sudden uh, U-turn on all your favorite habits. No salt, no booze. If I just microdose the whole time. It's probably not a great idea. Yeah, I would probably bug out pretty quick. Yeah. I haven't done a psychedelic in quite be, some time. Then you'd be back in the ER with a different problem. I, you, th you think? I don't know. I think I, 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 I'm not going to. I wouldn't even know how to, to be honest. Well, you, you're the one who said you would, you might bug out. And when I think of a, someone of your stature bugging out, they, you might have to be. Yeah, but my bug out would just be like, I'm going, I'll be in my room with my laptop. Yeah. Doing science. But yeah, you got a vacation going coming up. That's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Maybe save up all your salt allotment for one day. That's what I, well, I'm going because I want seafood, and Rachel's mom is like the only person I know that eats seafood. That's been another like interest of mine. I want to go fishing and crabbing. I really I yeah, watch there's these. There's nowhere to crab around here. I know. I'll go fishing with you though. But I I, I watch these crabbing videos, and it just it looks fun. I'm going to be on a boat. Handlining or crab potting? Either one, really. Should I even just fucking off of a? Uh, pontoon boat just you know throw some shit in the water really we should get some fishing rods well, i think it's like out of season now of course like we're, we're hitting winter when i need to like have yeah, shit could, to do you could still fish you can, can fish year round it's just you have to renew your license can you it's not like hunting season you're allowed to fish whenever you want to fish yeah stuff's only frozen for like well, no, not frozen. I, I, I guess I don't. I don't know. Like, I'd, it's not like you have to buy f tags. Like, you know how you need deer tags. Uh, yeah, you don't need fish tags. Oh, well, then we'll go fish. That'll give me something. I still like. I watch. It's funny. I watch those videos, and like, especially crab, and they just shake the pots, grab the crabs. I still am afraid to grab a fish, <laughs> but I really want watching them. I'm like, I could do it. Late. I'm like at late at night, like last night, it's like three o'clock in the morning. I'm like watching these crabbing videos and shit. I'm like, dude, I want crab right now i want to try crab i've never even eaten crab legs and i was never? like dude i want to fucking go catch my own crab and boil it and put the seasoning on and eat it and then i'm thinking i think if there's a crab on this table i'd be i i don't know if i could pick it up i can't believe you've never eaten crab i maybe i have i have and i don't eat seafood but i've eaten crab like maybe i have but not in a fresh boil not a long time Okay. And if it, if you did, it probably was mum and pop-ups. No, I've had friends. I mean... Well, I've had crab, don't get me wrong, but like cracking king crab legs and shit at a buffet, I've I've definitely never done it that. It looks like something that, if you do like it, it looks like a blast. 
So hopefully uh, your new hobby can be eating seafood, I guess. Well, then I, I, <laughs> it's a hobby I got to be careful with because apparently fucking seafood is like the most sodium. If, if you uh, cook it yourself and you don't cover it in salt. Yeah. Then you they live good. in salt water. You're not going to be fishing in salt water. Unless you're you're cr- dr- why ain't driving anything I'm catching around here, I'll tell you that. Unless you're driving far. Yeah, where are you going to go to Jersey to go crabbing? And then that'll go to Maryland. Then you probably don't want to eat it out of Jersey water either. No. Crabs crabs are already like dirt scumbags of the ocean anyway. If you're eating crab, like you're not worried about the water it comes out of, really. No. Apparently, like I don't know. I watch because you watch uh, when you get videos online, you get such a fucking variance because you watch these dudes that are on. bamboo boats catching these fucking dungeness gnarly big claws like this in the mud and they just cook it in like mud water and they're fine yeah where that would kill us bamboo boats huh dude i watched this video So you mean like in in like asia yeah like they yeah they're like cambodia or something like that this dude there might be fresh water caught crabs. these crabs made a thing to hang it and just bundled a bunch of sticks together and he had to hold the fire. Like, he's out in the middle of the ocean with, like, this tripod hanging off the thing, holding his uh, bucket of crabs or his pot of crabs. And he's holding the fire, like, with via sticks. Like, he cooks. It t- he has to hold it for, like, 15 minutes. I was like, dude, this dude's working hard as shit for, like, what would equivalent to, like, four ounces of crab, I would imagine. Yeah. That's the thing. You get shit off crabs. There's not a lot of meat there. No. Like, they crack them open and, like, half, they're like, oh, I like the fat brain part of it. And I'm like, ew. Yeah, that mustard they call they it. They call mustard. it mustard. And yeah. the one part that looks like the best meat. Crab mustard. They call it uh, dead man fingers, which is just their lungs. Like, that's the one part. I'm like, that looks like the whitest. You're not supposed to eat that part. That's why I got to go. So, and this made you in the mood to eat crab because it's not doing much for my appetite. It's the whole thing. I don't know. Well, I think uh, we should do fishing first. You can't yeah. crab around here anyway. Unless there's freshwater crabs I'm not aware of. I almost bought fucking crab legs today at the grocery store. And I was just going to wing it and be like, if I boil them and it will cook, and then I'll just melt butter. All right. We're back. And diuretics are keeping you... Keep- I fucking... Dude, it's so it's so frustrating being here and then having to try and sprint two flights of stairs to not piss myself. They come like a fucking banshee, dude. When I have to piss, it's just now. Is it like hot coming out? It's it's fucking piss coming out like I when I'm go when I'm pull, <laughs> I know it's not cold pee. When I'm pulling my dick out, piss is already happening. Wow. And that's even going from my bed to the bathroom. You know how many underwear I've gone through? Like I I'm going through like seven pairs of underwear a night right now. Literally, I do like by the time I get up out of bed to get to the bathroom, piss wow. is coming out of me. Man, those diuretics are no joke. I'm because I'm He's so t- too. I'm tired. I'm like wanting to sleep. I've I'm very lucky. I haven't pissed the bed like just a full on piss because I keep getting the dream I'm in front of the toilet. Wow. I mean, I, I didn't know diuretics really like over like overloaded your system. Like well, that. and he had so much fluid in um like. The looking at his ankles today versus a couple days ago, like no wonder he's peeing because there was a lot drained out of there. I mean, I've always had a very quick trigger bladder and a baby bladder. It is annoying. Yeah, it's not a new thing for you to complain about having to pee a lot. 
but this yeah it's because when it it's there's no warning and like it's it's the thing like i'm not sure i I wet the bed late into life so even now talked about on the podcast yeah as as a 31 year old per like even at 31 years old before i go to bed i will sit there for five minutes and go like do i have to pee and normally will force myself to at least stand over the toilet and then when i'm brushing my teeth i'm going all right do i feel anything because once I won, Damn, I fall. this shit's in your head, huh? And this is before yeah. the diuretics? Yeah, yeah. And this, like... I guess I can see how being a, a bedwetter late into your adolescence, I can see how that could... Oh, dude, I, Dad used to ream me. I used to... I, I was terrified of having to wake up Mom and... Because you can't just wake up one and being, like, 12 years old and being like, I peed the bed and just, like, th- knowing your parents hate you right now. I don't even remember. That's so funny. Well, that's because I probably wasn't wanting you to know, but yeah, being like, I mean, it got to the point I, I went to bed late enough where I'd started fixing my own problem. I started changing my own sheets, like, like hiding it. Yeah, because it was embarrassing. Like, and it literally was because I would I slept so hard, I just my body just wouldn't wake up to go to the bathroom. No, I, I now that once you said, I kind of remember that, like, you literally slept hard as shit. Um. But this is an interesting transition, kind of. Let's talk about this. Uh, as a parent, we're not parents, but I'm saying, is it okay to kind of use humiliation to fix bad behavior? I think that fucks you up, and I think... So what do you encourage? It's okay? You just tell them it's okay? You'll grow out of it? I, I, I think s- you need to make a child, like a kid, aware that like this has to change. It wasn't humiliation. Well, it was just aggression. It was just, and I can't blame them. Both being tired in the middle of the night, getting woken up for someone who should not be pissing the bed anymore, to have to change sheets. But that's not something that, like, you weren't consciously getting up and pissing on your bed. Yeah, but when you wake up, you're not you're your brain doesn't go immediately to uh, being a full, you know, a full functioning and rational human being. Waking up super tired. We are working at nine to five. It's a Wednesday and it's, at three o'clock in the morning. I'm just and saying you should never humiliate your child and make I don't them think feel they like were shit. Humiliating. They were just mad and he was humiliated. I don't think they were like putting them on the front stoop with a sign that said bedwetter. No, no. But there they was clear anger. And I, I, in the moment, I'm like, I don't blame you, but I don't know what to do. And I also think it's real easy to uh, critique someone else until you're in that situation. Yeah. If, if, I think there's a fine line. I don't think you should just berate somebody about it, but it has to be made not okay. It's not easy to happily change sheets at 4 o'clock in the morning when you have to... You know, you work. You count every minute of, I get another three hours and 45 minutes of sleep and when that's and then you get woken up and go i have to i I, it's it's fucking tuesday it's not even thursday yet and i'm (laughs) dealing with this you've woken me up a million times in the middle of the night and i didn't yell at you you're probably more pleasant middle of the night nobody in my family is approachable when they're tired for at least an hour yeah you're right you're better no one has said not that. You never said I was better. Well, that's what you're you're angling at. No, because yes, you you are. When you wake up, you're a way more rational human being maybe than anybody I'm, in our family. Maybe I'm fucking mad, but she keeps it. Uh, she I'm keeps it on the low. Not trying to make you feel like shit. 
Okay, well, but my 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 critique and my theory here is maybe people need to feel like shit sometimes, even kids. And I did enough where it stuck I'm, with me. It will be probably stuck with me the rest of my life. That's what I'm saying. Shit fucked you but up. But is that a bad thing? I'm 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 asking honestly because there is part of me that says like we've gone so far to the uh, appeasement type of parenting, where like I think there is an acceptable level of like. Dude, you're 12. I don't have the answers. I'm just, it's an interesting question to me. Also, and, and to throw into the vein of that is, uh, they were, there was things they could have been doing probably. Like they could have, all right, don't drink. It's eight o'clock. No more liquids for Gene now. That's We true. never had any, like that wasn't, well read people, yeah, that wasn't right? getting thrown into the equation. And, you know, I never really, I put my, my whole life I've put myself to bed like, so I'm like, I'm tired. I need at least eight to nine hours. Like my parents never made me go to bed, which is bullshit because I had a bedtime. Well, you would stay up. I would. I put myself to sleep. It would be different. if It was one o'clock in the morning. And I was playing video games. Maybe then. No, no. I'm safe. saying like when I was like you know in elementary school, I had to be in bed at nine o'clock. Well, in elementary school, I was uh, going to bed with my. She was driving the bus, so I was going to bed like eight o'clock with her. I do remember that. So, you went to bed, and you went to bed with mom? I slept with mom way too late. I didn't know that either. What was I doing all the time? Oh, well, the the old house. Okay. When we moved to the new house, that was a rule that I wasn't allowed to, you know, I no longer was allowed to sleep with mom. Yeah, I was terrified of the dark. I was terrified, terrified yeah, I remember of the dark. You, when we lived, uh, when we had the upstairs... Uh, addition, like I, you very rarely slept in your room. I never once slept in that room. By yeah, you were either think. in my room, I guess, with mom. But um, that is also where we had the air conditioners, to a little bit of my defense, and oh, the TVs. Yeah. yeah, the window air conditioners, the good kind. Yeah, to get real cold. You can't get a room colder than than a window unit. Uh, yeah. So, shit's fuck. I'm my shit's fucked up from from that. But once again, I mean, there's plastic sheets. Shit, I think now they, they probably even have back then. They, like, make underwear, I think, that have an alarm if they get wet or something. Well, yeah, we're going, we're talking about that in 1995. This is a different era. Um, no, not, I mean, shit, if I, when I was 12, I was, <clears throat> I was after 9-11. Yeah. You know, there was, like I said, there was things that could have been done, but they just were like, well, every other week we're just going to wake up angry. And, you know. There's a lot going on. And I feel kind of, uh, you know, I set the bar high because I didn't went to bed. And they were like, why is he went to bed? The other one didn't went to bed. He's a piece of shit. Let's, put yeah. him, let's throw him in the closet. And also having, like, you know, digestive issues, too. And I'm a nervous pooper. It is hard to square because you've met, you met my mom. She's awesome. It's hard to imagine her yelling at a 12-year-old for peeing the bed. But she did care a lot about her clean linens and bedding. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> She would ask me what, uh, like, you know, what comforter I wanted for the next season. And I'd be like, like, she was into that shit. She loved that shit. Well, yeah, and, like, I, I'd pee the bed and then, like, because it wasn't just, like, you know, tell, like, she would clean the whole mattress. Like, that deep, too. deep clean. So, like, this isn't a, this wasn't a 10-minute yeah. thing. This is, all right, I'm going to be, she would be up for an hour cleaning this mattress which you would shit. think for that reason she would want to get, like, a plastic cover or you something. You would think so. But she, uh, you know, she had a, she, she had a lot. Of, we I had mean, a lot of in, stuff going on. In her defense, stop pissing the bed. 
you know, but I, I, I and remember, I mean, there's a big difference in people who grew up in the '70s and '60s. Just the the entire view of what parenting was, as opposed to now. She also had a thing against plastic on furniture. Yeah, that too. Because uh, she was very anti it. Because her mom and grandma kept plastic on their brand new couches. And also, just to, like, could you imagine having plastic under your sheets? How loud and uncomfortable that. Maybe that would motivate you to not pee in the bed. No, I had plenty of motivation not to piss the bed. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. It's like a pro. It's. It's a problem. It's not something that you can yell at somebody and they don't do it anymore. It's not like stealing. You're right. This he was asleep when he would do it. Yeah. And I wasn't getting yelled at. It was just a general. You could tell they were mad. Yeah. Shit. Like, wh- where do you go when you you just stand in the corner and go like, because I'm tired, too. I want to go back to bed. <laughs> you stand in the corner and dad, relu- you know, then reluctantly pulling piss sheets off. And dad's probably like, that's good enough. And then mom's like, no, go fill the fucking bleach bucket yeah, up. Yeah, she was a big, get hot-ass water in a bucket and put some vinegar in it. Yeah, I didn't, that's a good, I, I didn't even think about that angle. Like, the way she was about cleaning things, it was like an hour and a half. And I, at 12, 13 years, at 12, 13 years old, this isn't a little kid, that's a full piss. That's going mostly, it, like, I, there might have been times they had to flip the mattress to get the underside because there was... Yeah, Enough piss went yeah, through. Yeah, it's notoriously difficult to get fluids out of a mattress. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised your mattress wasn't stanky. Yeah, all yellow. Like uh, uh, the water boy, remember his <laughs> yeah, yellow his sheets? sheets? That's because she cleaned the hell out of them. Right. And, I, there, uh, and then like, you know, because also you'd have to hop in the shower too. Because I'd have, you know, peel over your legs and stuff. Yeah, if you don't wash it up, you have a rash the next morning. Mm-hmm, you got to get in the shower and then... Stand there in the towel. And- I, 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 our cousin Joe, if you hear this, I now remember, I think he had a bedwetting problem too. And we're all grown up. It's not embarrassing. But, you know, maybe there was a connection there. A lot I'm of pretty it. pretty sure he was a bedwetter. A lot of it, I, I, I mean, I know, I know for me, and I, <laughs> it's just being too tired to wake up. It, it was the I'm, my dream, I'm in front of a toilet. And it's your baby bladder. Yeah. That's because you do have a baby bladder. I mean, shit, we, you would drink three beers and be up in, uh, every two seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is funny, like, from my point of view, like, it was never even on my radar. So, like, it is hard to, like, it, it, it's hard to um, Dude, that, wake up in the middle of the night and be, like, building that courage to turn, to open that door. What door? Mom and dad's bedroom to stand in front of there and go, I did it again. And open the door, and you know, they got their air conditioning in the window unit there. So their room is perfect for sleeping. They're dead asleep. And have to, like, they didn't, you know, you had to screw in the light bulb for a while for the one light. Is this really interesting for me how vivid these memories are? And have to go and sneak over to mom's side. But I know they're both waking up, Maham. With tears in your eyes. Yeah, and, and I then... I you're tearing up a little bit right now. Yeah, it was fucking... Just, <laughs> just how stressful of a memory that is to you. Clearly, like, it really it was. It yeah. fucked you up. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Again? <laughs> See, that's yelling. <laughs> it is like, really, this is fascinating for me. As someone who was in the house, I don't remember any of this. It's... 
You might have been downstairs playing EverQuest. You might have just been. Nah. I think this is something you need to talk to a therapist uh, about. Yeah. Well, this is therapy. That's why we started the EBI. Well, podcast. maybe that's why I get so frustrated when I have to piss. Maybe there is some fucking tick in the back of me that goes. My body goes. Yeah, go ahead and there, piss on piss on yourself. There definitely is a factor of that. Uh, yeah. Piece of shit. You don't deserve a normal toilet. Just sleep in the bathroom. Sit. You sit when you pee. <laughs> uh, for those out there, my mom was, was uh, a wonderful, wonderful woman. And it is kind of shaking them awake. There's all there's also an aspect of your personality that makes this more traumatic than I think it would be for some other people. Try, d- me doing math going. She wakes up at seven fifty. Yeah, like these thoughts. Are not I think she. I think she said she's gonna get a bath this morning. So that's actually an hour earlier. Uh, mom, you have three hours, and you need to spend the next hour. Cleaning my pee off of me in my bed. Yeah. Uh, speaking of baths, how did you get, uh, Rachel? Did you bathe in a bath or were you a shower person growing up? Do you remember? I'm not, um, I'm not talking like when you're a toddler. Obviously, you're. Okay, yeah. To my memory, I was always a shower. I would take a bath every once in a while, like for fun. <laughs> but, right. But then I would end it with a shower. Like you- I didn't, sh- sh- I didn't bathe to get clean. Right. There's an age where it's fun to get in a bath. Like, I used to bring my yeah. G.I. Joe. I had a G.I. Joe war boat. Oh, my God, dude. I never got toys in the bath. You were, like, you had a bad childhood sometimes, the way he you talk ha- about it. I didn't have a bad childhood, but, like, you've said things like Steven that before. ruined a lot of fun for you You've being a said kid. things like that before, and I never, I don't remember ever playing with a toy in a bathtub. I remember, I, I remember getting pushed to, like, shower. Okay. Quickly, like just get in there and fucking rinse off, and at the old house in the summer it was just jump in the pool. Yeah, I remember <laughs> you would go the whole summer without doing anything, but we would swim every single day. Yeah, until my hair was yeah. white yeah. from. We had the to pull them out of the, the 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 pool. You wouldn't like often. rinse the chlorine off your skin. No, <laughs> no. I'm... And we we got we filled our pool up with crick water, so like there we used a lot of chemicals in there. But I love that. I love the smell of chlorine. Like who doesn't? A lot of people. So, so you grew up mostly showering. Once you were over the age where playing for fun in the bathtub. Yeah. So, like, after the age of, like, 10-ish, you were a shower person. Yeah. What about you? I don't remember baths that much. Okay. I would sometimes take a bath, like... For relaxation? Yeah, like, for a... Special relaxing. See, I, th- I have two memories of, of a bath. One was when it was draining, laying on my stomach with my wiener and sliding around because it kind of felt good. <laughs> all, all boys go through that. That and then one time at the this was at the old house. Dad was on the phone with Pup Up, and for some reason there was some sort of Gatorade bottle or water bottle, and I was just like suctioning my wiener with it. Yeah. And dad turned and goes, What the fuck? And tells <laughs> Papa, I was like, He's putting his wiener in a bottle. That's just part of life. Girls do weird shit with their vaginas. But yeah, that was just that. That's... I, I have a vivid memory of you smacking your pecker with the bathroom door, like back and forth. <laughs> just figuring yeah, that we, thing out. Know, that's, that's how, well, I mean, boys, it's fun. That thing down there. I mean, well, especially when the water drained out too, because like it wasn't, it was literally, it was so slippery. So like it felt like you were fucking. So see, you did have some bath time fun. That's the yeah, that's the last I remember of bath. But I, I remember quickly being like, 
just like like just shower real fast, like throw you in the shower. And like it was like shampoo and like just let that rinse. Now I had to get showers with dad all the time, and we used to call uh, like your pecker bird like when you grow up. Yeah, it was your bird, and it had a little nest around it because it was hairy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've told people that, and they find it so weird that like that was our term for a wiener was a bird. I remember in high school one time. At, Why uh, is that weird? I think that's pretty. That's not. Isn't that normal? What else do you call it? Penis? You don't talk like that with your. Well, penis. that's what I mean. Wiener. Yeah, because for us, that's our wiener. That was I do. Our... I do remember when I was with Rebecca, and I was around a four or five year old <laughs> little girl. They would refer to like her private parts as her body, and I was like, "It's a pee pee." That's unisex. It works for boys and mm-hmm. girls. I'm not calling like because I had to do bath time and shit. Yeah, and I I'm not gonna make sure you wash your body. Like that doesn't make any fucking sense. In my head, washing my body is exactly. like my armpits. They were and weird my, though. Like, they listened stomach. to Christian music and shit, and but they didn't like that I I I brought the word pee pee in the house. I was like, it's it's a little it's perfect. Yeah, it works for yeah. your peeps, and she loved it. <laughs> peeps <laughs> and behold, <laughs> she caught on that real quick. But anyway, uh, I, I I think I definitely. Had the most prolonged childhood here. <laughs> yeah, maybe because I was. I remember getting baths until I was, you know. There was times because when growing up, like you take a bath with your mom. Well, this doesn't really count. But when I was in a cast, I'd have to well, get baths. That yeah, that's because you kind of have. To. I remember yeah, having. I had that too at yeah. the mountain house because it wasn't a tub; it was just like the stall. Having to try and like turn that into a bathtub because I'd get filthy up there. Yeah, and like you know the rim was like you know it's like a three inch rim to keep the water in and like mi- puddle bathing. I remember like in that. Uh, well, it had like this much clearance. I used to sit in that shower for hours. That shower's awesome. It was amazing. Dude. Fresh mountain water. Yeah, and, like it seemed to have endless hot water. And let's be honest, like sometimes there wasn't a whole lot to do up there, <laughs> especially at night. I would just get long ass showers. But um, I'll never forget. My friend Barry, we were probably in like third grade. It was like the first time I had a sleepover. And like I said, I, ha- I-, I had a pretty, uh, we didn't have neighbor. I didn't spend a lot of time with other little kids until yeah. like elementary school. And I remember he was sleeping over and uh, I thought like it was cr- like we were going to get a shower together. <laughs> and he and he was like what like no like we're not what and i was like i just thought that's that's we, what we, we were did, i thought yeah i remember i took showers and baths with my friends until like well, high school well that's that's what i'm saying i think because he was raised by a single father who oh, was yeah. rough around his guy i was gonna say you're lucky that like mom and dad had a good relationship with Barry Sr. And was like, why is your boy, why is my boy telling yeah, me you was trying to bathe? at the house or something. Yeah, nowadays he'd be in trouble. Back then it was like, like yeah, I thought he was excited to bathe with and, his buddy. And, and, and I got the straight dope. Right in that moment I realized, time to grow up, Steven. <laughs> we can't. You don't take showers with your friends anymore. Um, didn't you bug out? Like, didn't it take a while for you to be able to sleep over places? Didn't you? I used to get really hungry. Were, even with family. Even with family, I would go to. Um, I felt, you want to talk about pissing our parents off? They would drop me off almost two hours away in Egg Harbor with our oh grandparents. My God. And like clockwork, dude, like 10 30 would hit <laughs> and I would lose. I would. I couldn't sleep. I'm, I couldn't sleep. But I couldn't sleep. I, I would got homesick in a really fierce way. I can't believe that they did like. 
And it, old school, like, I can't believe my mom didn't rub some fucking rum on your gums and be like, go lay down again. And I'm talking like this didn't happen one or two times. This that, happened, yeah. like, a lot. And they kept trying it. Have to drive through the Pine Barrens at night, too. That's, like, not an easy drive. And everybody, for, in, see, they might have been really harsh on me, but I don't have the same mentality as you, so I was like, I didn't even, it went over my shoulder, like, I don't care if I'm in trouble. Like, I want my mom. Yeah, I went straight to, like, being, I... I slept over all... I've never got, like, homesick or afraid. Remember, I grew up by myself. Yeah. You, I, I didn't have a brother. I was not used to, like, being out. I'm trying to think. I feel like I was really excited to start sleeping places. I know, like, mom... My yeah, mom was, was like... I was a bitch. I was a homesick pussy. I know, like, my mom would get offended because I would, like, not want to be home. Like, not to I mean, but I'm like, there's either stuff going on. Yeah. I'll be out all weekend... Well, plus that was like <clears throat> we lived in a neighborhood then. There were kids all around, but um, yeah, we got we got a lot accomplished in this episode. This was a bit of a therapy session. Yeah, I I, I apparently I got some. Reg- Listen, I watch a lot of podcasts on history and politics and sports, all kinds of stuff. I don't get this in other podcasts. I mean, we just, you exercise some demons, couple tears. You know, I've almost teared up on this podcast like three times now. That's what we are bringing uh-huh. to the table is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, that's why it was about peeing the bed, too. This is the real deal. <laughs> Holyfield. Yeah. I watch a lot of podcasts, you don't get this. I wonder how long I'll have, I'll, it'll be stuck in the back of my brain. It really is like, a, it's subconscious of, like, do I gotta pee? Do I gotta pee? Do I gotta pee? Well, I got news for you. You're 31 now. It's never going away. I know if that's the thing. There, if it's there when now. Dad tells me how much he pee, like, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, dude, I'm gonna. Uh. That's why you need to work this out with a therapist and then fix. Uh, well, well, no, fix eventually your, your wiener just and prostate stop doing what. The good news is, you take after mom. Yeah, but- I'm gonna have the prostate problem. You better get fucking something, man. I'm getting all the shit ends of the stick anymore. Don't wish that bad juju on me, dude. <laughs> if you can get a pee problem, okay? Maybe it's just the attitude. Oh, yeah. I right. do. I, I, I hope <laughs> that uh, we've all grown from this episode. And I want everybody out there to know they're going to be all right. You'll be all right. Kind of have an attitude of gratitude, you know? Because this kid almost died like a week and a half ago. Yeah. Straight up. Did, was the camera on? My I, I, my leg gave out. Did you turn the camera off as soon as I went upstairs? A little bit after. We probably heard it. Dude, my leg gave out. I heard. I think because I'm I sit low, and I was trying like I you got like numb a little bit. I got yeah, dude. I went, and I was like, and for a quick second when I caught myself, I was like, I'm. I thought I was gonna piss myself on that. Well, you had to pee so bad you tried to skip first and second gear. Mm-hmm. What would you have done if you? You tripped on the stairs and peed your pants. Episode over. <laughs> Why? That is the gold. That's how we get. Because, well, you know what would suck is once it's because it would have been a full piss. Like, there's no stopping it. So I would have sat on there and like, guys, I'm peeing right now. <laughs> Rachel, I guess I, I would be like, start grabbing towels. <laughs> it's funny because gonna... I've been I've been around you so much my whole life. And I'm six years older than you. Like, I have this. I can't help but, like, get a kick out of when shit's going on with you. Because otherwise, it would be, like... I would be... It sucks. If I couldn't laugh, it would be I would traumatic. be on edge all the time. If, if when you got mad because you had to go upstairs and take a piss, if I was like, oh, is he going to be okay? <laughs> this is messed up, man. Maybe it is. that's why I'm the way I am. Oh, yeah, okay. Now you have problems from being around me, huh? <laughs> 
Miss Perfect Childhood. <laughs> Freaking, not only was he a, a, a only child, but basically he had like older brothers that were like 40 that were also like buying you toys and shit. Yeah, she wasn't an only child at all. She just grew up and she, she got she, she special. Was young, she was the ultra super baby. special she was treatment. The baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and she I goes, turned... things were weird. That's weird that that happened to you. And I was like, yeah, because I grew up in a real house. At least we had a swimming pool. You didn't have no swimming yeah. pool. I turned out okay. I'm nice to you. So. No, you... somehow, yeah. miraculously. But you, I mean, we could really. Uh, your childhood is interesting because your father's like a devout Muslim. So like, and you got, and you were spoiled. We were pretty spoiled too. <laughs> yeah, we were pretty. Like, come on, let's be honest. But she got to like see castles when she was like eight. What a waste! Why is it a waste? What kind of castles? Like, like Scotland and in, shit. In... Oh yeah, we only talked about one day going to Europe. We never went. <laughs> well, I saw a lot of stuff, and then I was like, I'm never traveling again. Yeah, well, you had to go to <laughs> Indonesia. That's a rough trip. But hey, dude, you hate traveling. The one vacation you went on, you fucking ruined it. You want to talk about traumatic? You ruined Disney World for the whole family. They shouldn't have taken me. That's their own fault. It's your own fault. You know, I, I, I didn't like the dark. I didn't like the dark. Oh. And we went in the hottest time. None of our family's great in the heat. It's hot. It's hot down there year round, basically. That's why I like staycations. I like the cabin. I was lucky. The cabin was perfect timing for me. To ride my quad around. That was a good time. But, uh, yeah. I guess this was a, a therapeutic session here. Um, Isn't that the original goal of the show? For my friends out there that have uh, kids, when they pee the bed, just try to be cool about it. Because if not, they'll be 31 and uh, they'll have an epitome on camera that they th- I think they need to... I don't think that was the right word there, but... Not epitome. Uh, what's the word? Uh, Mental breakdown. An epiphany. <laughs> epiphany, an epiphany yeah, go. that maybe they should call betterhelp.com or whatever the hell that Or maybe, is. as I suggested, it's good to not coddle someone who's peeing the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't I, yell at your kids. No, don't shame them, but it can't be okay. Mm-hmm. I firmly believe that. Yeah, I, everything's not okay. There's a way to do it. When when puberty and peeing the bed is overlapping... <laughs> it's not okay. It's not okay. You know, you I, were that old. I don't think you were that. I thought you were like 10, 11. I, I was getting into like 12, 13, 14. Okay. One time I peed the bed and I got to take a sick day. Really? Yeah, I stayed home from school. And I will say, I, the one like the thing, and I, I said this at her wake like, uh, not having we'll call it non conventional parenting. Um, I had so much good sometimes I would just tell, I would just tell my mom, like, I'm not going to school today. I was like, I'm too tired. Oh, yeah. She'd go, Okay, like do you have any? T- and I, she's like, do you have any tests? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, mm, we're not gonna fail you. <laughs> so I got that out of she it. She was luckily. right. You were, yes, they didn't fail you. And she was like, you know what? Me too. Fuck it. Let's play hooky. Let's go to the diner and get some food. <laughs> um, but alrighty, love you, mom. Love you, you, mom. Love everyone out there. You be all right. Uh, once again, I am Gene Labordi, co-host Stephen Labordi, doing our thing. Uh, Rachel back there. Yeah, go birds. Two and zero. Oh. Um, Rachel back there being all judgmental because of her awesome upbringing, apparently. I never um, judge. What a judgmental. That's <laughs> uh, doing all the hard work and doing making uh, all this product uh, content for you. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good day. And uh, don't drink fluids like an hour before bed or sometimes you, you'll wet it. Sorry.